are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Everybody, it's Chris Denman, and we are live. Big show today. We'll get to that in just a second. First off, if you haven't yet, rate us on iTunes. Five stars. Say whatever you want about us in the comments. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And the morning show, 7 to 10 a.m. on 9.20 a.m. Also has a download feed. You can check that out if you missed the show live today. Joined by some friends in studio. There are roughly 24 of us in here right now, and... One of us is in shape. It's kind of sweaty in here. I, I, I'm excited, though. They're playing a show July 28th at Off-Broadway right here in St. Louis, Missouri. It's not your regular show. It's a Vagrant Records tribute, also featuring the great Mark Rose of Spittlefield at Jeff Meyer in the house. Let's do this. Let's, pe- let's toss the mics around a little bit. Jeff, how are you, my friend? Hi. Yeah. You didn't think you deserve first billing? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> we'll so run much. through. We got uh, we got Calvin uh, on drums for this, and this is for Handsome Boy. You guys are playing the part of Saves the Day, correct? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's exciting. We're gonna go. My buddy Joey O is here. What's up, Joey? How you doing, brother? Good to see you, man. Good to see you too, my man. I'm excited. So you put this show together. We want. We got Rusty. We we got Adam. It's gonna be a good time. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yes, everybody's sharing mics here. So we'll get through it. So what? What's the? Give me the lowdown on the show. It's at Off Broadway. It's a Vagrant yep. Records tribute. So about I guess about three months ago, I had this idea that I I, I was out of I was a promoter for you know 15 years. Such a long time. I was really yeah. burnt out on music. I wanted to do something cool and fun. You know. I, Involving, doesn't that suck whenever you You're get into su- being cool? Is that what nice. you're saying? Oh, nice. Exactly. You, it sucks that you get to that point because you got into music because you loved it. And then by the end of it, you're like, fuck everything to do with it. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to kind of get, you know, back off from it for a while. Right. And, you know, I, I was in bands when I was 18, 19, 20 years old and started promoting shows and that kind of took off. So I stopped doing that. And I really wasn't that talented, to be honest. We all so. thought you were, we all thought you were going to make it. <laughs> But no, I had this idea, you know, I have a lot of really talented friends, you know, I thought, man, maybe if I surround myself with enough talented people, I won't be so bad. So, <laughs> yeah, why'd you talk to us then? <laughs> so you've got a bunch of different bands represented in here as well. We got last, I'm looking at last flight home right in front of me by level, <laughs> not waving, but drowning a dare. Who's in a dare? That would be me, I guess. That would be yeah. I remember a dare. So a lot of good local bands that local that toured across the country. Nice choice on the uh, on the ringers for your band. I'd say. Yeah, I did pretty well for sure. You did. So yeah. what made you think that you could do vocals? Um, you know, I went. I started doing voice lessons about three months ago, and I thought you that's know what? so great. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, and I thought you know if I can if if I feel comfortable enough doing this, and a professional says, hey. You can do this. Yeah. Right? Then why not, you know? Are you so, excited? Yeah, I'm very excited. I think it's going to be a great show. We've got a lot of family, friends. Uh, this is one of those that could turn into family. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is one, and all of you guys have all played shows to three people at some point in your in your Regular. musical career. Regular. Yeah. Still to this day, all the time. Right. We're this will be one of those where you're like, <laughs> this is what you fuckers come out for? Like, how many shows have I worked my ass? And this is what you guys come out for? 
it's cool, but it has to be frustrating a little bit on another side. Does it matter to you guys? No. No. Not at all. Not at all? You just think of it as a fun show? No. I mean, it's just... (laughs) From a musical standpoint, it's fun to collaborate with these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've... I I mean, except on off chance. I mean, I've never played with these guys, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, outside of... You know, playing at the same show, same venue, right? So I mean, talking bands. talking so, shit on each other on STL Punk Forum. Yeah, right. Uh, back right. in the day, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's just cool to be able to get in there and and actually uh, talk music. You know, no, absolutely. What band are you guys most excited, other than yours, that's going to be represented? Um, I think you know from Vagrant. I, I pick Casey Casey Reeves, who does your uh, opening th- the opening intro. song. That's yeah. right. Um, he's a great musician. Chris Catan sang that last week in here. I texted. I was. I was like, "Hey, that thing you did for us." Chris Catan just sang it on the show. He he really thought it was catchy. Big moment for Casey Reeves. <laughs> um, he's got a lot of really good musicians from from down south as well. And I know he was a big fan of the band, so I wanted someone who really wanted to do this and thought of it more as like you know, a fun challenge than just like, okay, I guess I can do this. Kind of thing. Yeah, because you do run into that too because you're asking a lot of somebody and you obviously are super passionate about it. I run into this all the time with events. I'm like, no, 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 this is going to be so fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best thing ever. And then somebody's like, yeah, but it's a Saturday night. And you know what's funny about this is I asked about, I probably had about four bands cancel on this show before. Was it because they didn't, they didn't realize the practice time was too much or what? It's because people are shallow. People and lame. suck. And, they don't, and yeah, they don't realize it, you know. It's like, this is a lot of work, you know. Yes, this it takes is. a lot of time. I, I booked this three months out because I knew that it would be a lot of work. And obviously, these guys, I chose to do fourteen songs, which these guys want to kill. You me guys over. are doing fourteen songs. That's a shitload. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. <laughs> that is so many songs. Yep. I wouldn't expect anything less from. I love when Joey I used to be a Saves the Day fan. Let me just put that <laughs> That's a good point. It's not anymore. I would. I, I wouldn't expect anything less. If you're going to do it, you're going all out. Yeah, so. why not, you know? Yeah. Um, and plus, you know, I, f- I figure we pick 14 songs, and if two or three of them don't work, we still have 11 or 12 songs we're g- we can play. So you think you're going to bring at least, we'll say, 10 songs to stage? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. 10 oh, yeah. songs. That's a lot, isn't it? I'm going all the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying 14 songs. <laughs> we're going 14. I'm betting, on, I'm betting on 14. We want people to We're going to make it worth the price of admission, so at least. <laughs> Okay, so you got the anniversary represented, saves yeah. the day represented. Who yep. else? Uh, so Mark Rose, obviously from Spitalfield, uh, and he uh, Mark is also a, a big partner in uh, a big part of uh, God. I can't think of it. Get down right or down, down right. Thank you down so right. much with um, Bob Nana from Hey Mercedes and Matt Pryor of Get Up Kids also has a small part in that as well. That's awesome. So you know Mark's such a great musician. He's been a good friend of mine for ten plus years, and when I called him about this idea, I was he was he jumped at it. And basically, I knew I wanted like a full vagrant presence at the show. Yeah. So I thought, man, wouldn't it be so cool if Mark could just learn like 20 vagrant songs? So what we're going to do, and he agreed to it. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> man, you're hard hey, on it. Mark. Yeah, it's a good thing you're not uh, expecting a lot out of people for right? the show. Exactly. Just so a what, fun what, night for everybody. So what, we're, what Mark's going to do, Mark's going to open the show with about a 20 to 25 minute set. Then we're going to have um, the, the uh, Casey Reeves as the anniversary play. Um, and then Mark's going to come back out after um, the anniversary's done and play another 25 minutes. And then we're going to play about an hour to, about, uh, probably about 45 to an hour. <laughs> Jeez. An hour or two. Jeez. 
no <laughs> Holy two hours cow. Here, are you guys are you guys excited for this? I mean, is this a challenge or is this fun? What is it? It's been quite a challenge. Yeah. yeah very, absolutely. It's been very humbling, but everything's coming together. A lot yeah. of cock push-ups. Our cock push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, uh, I love yeah, that, that Calvin's going to be like 10 feet off mic just yelling cock push-ups the whole time. Cock. <laughs> There you go. Who's what? What uh, do you guys have a particular song you're most excited about? Yep, Firefly. <laughs> I mean, it's coming together so good in practice. I'm just. I think we'll make the boys proud. What do you say? Definitely. You gotta Firefly. play it now, Rusty. Rusty, are you nailing it? Oh, I am. Yeah, for sure. What <laughs> about the rest of these guys? But. I'll say. I'll say real quick. If Rusty, Rusty is the glue. Yeah. That Definitely. makes this all possible. This man, I mean, he knows this stuff. I mean, he, we make him look so shitty on the rig. <laughs> I'm that, telling you. That's Thanks. the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, so is this? I see him shake his head at practice, and I just feel like I, I feel so. I feel hurt. like I'm letting him down. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. just like, damn it, Rusty's my boy, and I'm shitting on him. Yeah. So is this is this different? Whenever you guys, so you guys all started playing when you were teenagers, right? Yeah. I think I saw, I for sure saw most of you when I was a teenager. You guys are not much older than me, if, if at all older. And is it different now getting, or is it, is it refreshing to be in, dicking around at a practice? This is way different, obviously, because you're playing somebody I mean, else's song. Is taking a shit easier now? <laughs> I mean, not so much. You know, yeah, it gets a little more <laughs> difficult, huh? So, so is this a different feeling whenever you're getting back in there and doing it? I mean, are you guys all still playing? Regularly? Well. Well. Who's going to take that one? <laughs> Grab the mic. Yeah, Whoever the, it is. The good thing about this is it's kind of got us playing more and like me and Rusty back together, me and Jeff back together, me and Adam back together for the first time. So, I mean, it's, it's made playing more familiar. And we've gotten to... Uh, it's been awkward learning stuff like this, but it's also opened doors to uh, rekindle some old loving relationships and lots of snuggling. Yeah, lots of snuggling. That sounds like a fun band practice. Uh, <laughs> so again, it's coming up. It's July twenty eighth, right? Any uh, so putting on a show, promoting a show is a bastard, especially because you're putting so much passion into it. I don't know how much you guys cared about it, or whenever you guys are promoting things like. I almost take it personal if there aren't a bunch of fucking people there because I do cover my bases on what to do. You guys are doing that. I know Joey has been since the day you thought of this. What's what's a successful show for this? Um, you know, I'd say to me, and you're gonna get real specific because this I, is your life. My, this is your business. My expectations are very high. Obviously, you know, I've I've done the shows where five people show up, and as far as promoting goes, and I've done the shows where they sell out, and you just you never know, especially with something like this where people aren't gonna buy advance tickets. It's going to be a day of show, people walking up, paying. They're going to so, grab eight of their friends and be like, won't that be fun? Yeah. And so I'll be pretty much like ready to throw up until 200 people show up. <laughs> until and, and then until Mark's up. 15 minutes into his set. Well, let's, that's, that's Joey's. Joey is such a sweet man, and that's his plea. So please, God, if you know <laughs> Joe and you love him, for Christ's sake, show up. Because if we let Joe down... Man, a little part of all of us. Yeah. A little he's, part of all of us is gone forever. He's the best of us. He really is. He, you put so much passion into everything. I fucking love it. That's why I'm excited you guys are here. What about this? What happens if you sell it out? Are you going to do another one? Um, You know, nope. 
<laughs> well, it, it, Jeff's not. Um, they have. Yeah, they, I will. Somebody from Story of the Year will be available by then. <laughs> They'll be interested suddenly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, we'll see. You know, I just I, I'm putting everything. This may be the only show I ever play. As far as just, it is wild that you're getting on the other side of that there. mic. Yeah, so. I put a lot into this. Where we, or we're doing a lot of extras at the show. We have a lot of surprises. I want this to be more of um, a party feel. You're going, you're going, dare I say, a little pro wrestling on the uh, on the stuff here? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I work for WWE. He's wearing you know, his unitard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so nobody yeah, asked you to little, do that. Tonight, a little more pizzazz than usual. I like that. You have to do that, too, and it feels... Uh, it feels weird doing those little things, but people care about that. It makes them remember it and come back too. It's it's amazing how much more invested I am into this because I'm playing it instead of you know just promoting a show for some band that I don't really care about. Right? Who, man, from your days on the road as a promoter, uh, that you're comfortable talking about worst experience and best experience okay. with uh, either an artist or a band. Our boy Sam Mall, engineer extraordinaire, back there. Uh, apparently, I don't shout him out enough on our podcast, <laughs> and they do on uh, Let's Get Comfortable. I thought just Sam, just like chilling back there. No, Sam, Sam. Sam, you'll appreciate this. Joey, worst artist you've dealt with, best artist you've dealt with. Man, worst. You know, and I it can be varying degree. It could yeah. be for weird reason. Could be for a very okay. Well, reason. let me say this. Um, I never dealt with this human being on a level, but my my boss, my boss did. Um, Jackie Becker, Eleven Productions. Shout out. Shout out to Jackie. Um, Ding. But uh, I would have to say. Rivers Kumo. Kumo, is that how you say it? Cuomo. Cuomo. The Wheeze? <laughs> Wheeze and the Juice? Uh, the story, I have a quick story about him real quick. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, I'm Weezer. getting a feeling about yeah. practice goes. That's going to be a lot of people. We're a sure. save the day cover band. Oh, come, come on, on. Come on, dude. All right. Save that for another one? I don't know. Oh, do it. No, so anyway, um, you're not allowed to sound check. Uh, you're not allowed to be in there during sound check. Uh, if you're on tour with the band, you can't be in the building while they're sound checking. Another thing is, um, he likes his. Do you know the reasoning behind that? <laughs> he likes no idea, yeah. but he likes his his dressing room, his personal dressing room, to be very womb like. Like uh, one show in particular, when they were doing the Tenacious D tour, he had a, um, a, a tiny little tiny little Asian uh, assistant come in, <laughs> come in and say. I Rivers, literally watched you go. <laughs> yeah, Rivers. Rivers likes the room, but he needs it to be more womb-like. Womb-like, yeah. and <laughs> that's racist, dude. He actually uses placenta instead of hair gel. Oh, <laughs> good for them. So, good for them. And then, as far as like, as far as like, best bands go, uh, I would say Rancid's. A, Rancid's always been great. I always like dealing with them. Ding. Um, Rise Against was always great. Murdered by death. Not waving. The one, down. the ones that <laughs> <laughs> they were a handful. The ones that uh, that are out there still grinding, but still have a little bit of fame. So that maybe they've got a little more. I don't know. I found those bands to always be interesting too. Do you remember whenever I helped with uh, Megadeth? Yeah, of course. Dave Mustaine hit me with his guitar because I was in his way. Not on purpose. <laughs> he, uh, allegedly, uh, I was in his way for his encore, and I caught that two-pronged guitar. He says, get out of the way. And, and also... Like, Fuck you, it's you again. Somewhat. <laughs> somewhat, yeah. He's like five foot, five foot three guy, yeah. He also, allegedly, maybe I could be have a hazy memory, asked me for some uh, some help finding something. I'll just say that. You guys can... I always thought that was funny. 
Didn't find the bathroom. Huh? All out of exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad story to tell? No, no, no that's a good. Yeah, he's a I've dick. Heard, I've heard insane clown posse was nice. Yeah, they're 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 great. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. Their that's fans, fantastic. their fans are the ones that aren't nice, and they're the nice ones. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Grateful Dead too. Yeah, the same way. Yeah, the, you guys, fans suck. Fans are terrible. What did? What's the most? Uh, what's the funniest thing an ICP fan ever yelled at you? Oh, um, can I can I say the can I say the F word? Yeah, that would be fuck you, Fallout Boy. <laughs> they called you Fallout Boy. <laughs> Didn't you say like, hey man, do you mind just like you can't stand here? Well, fuck what, you, Fallout no, Boy. They had they had a pro wrestling ICP pro wrestling event and they were chucking those aluminum bottles at all the talent and every, it was like six hundred people chucking six hundred beer bottles at these wrestlers and then we tried to get them to stop. And one kid with this, you know, his face all painted up, looked at me, and I had my my fallout boy jer- my fallout boy hoodie on, you know, my long black hair. Yeah, I was about 125 yeah. pounds, soaking wet. And he just looks at me and goes, "Fuck you, fallout boy." <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so happy. All right, let's do a quick run through. Rusty, you're in last flight home. Currently in a band. Uh, kind of in a. Get that a mic little- up on you. Yeah, I'm in a project with my, with my little brother called Natil. Nice. Um, we're really not playing shows. Uh, he lives in Kansas City, and I'm here in St. Louis, obviously. So <laughs> you can meet in Columbia. It's more of a, uh, yeah, maybe we'll only play <laughs> in Columbia, man. Missouri. Yeah, nice. Um, Spell it. Spell it. N-A-T-T-I-E-L. And it's on Natil. Spotify. It's, it's, what it's is, Spotify. What does that is mean? It on Spotify? Where'd you get that name from? I need to check that out. Yeah. yeah. Where does I, that name come from? Um, it is the last name of my favorite wide receiver from the Denver Broncos in the eighties. I know that's really <laughs> elaborate, but I'm bad at picking out uh picking out band sports, names and it was a big dude's f- names make the best band names. Like yeah, so, Kofax. <laughs> great band. There you go. Name. Ricky Natil. Ricky the Rocket Natil. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. What uh okay, so Last Fight Home was a band for eight years? Something like that, Something yeah. Something like that. Yeah, here I am giving the history of his band. What uh, what was the best show you ever played? Was there a, a was a huge show, smaller show? I went to a few of your shows that were just fucking great, and they were in front of eighty people. Yeah, sometime. I mean that was the majority of the shows were either eighty or like eleven, something like that. So yeah, um, we, we played with Circus Survive and Cave In, which are two of my favorite bands. So um, the Circus Survive show I think was a sellout, which was really cool to play. Mm-hmm. Cave In, there was maybe twenty five people, but that's also my all time favorite band. So it was probably was, my favorite time ever at the old Creepy Crawl. Where was Circus Survive? I think it was the old Creepy Crawl as well. Yep. Yeah, okay, and Calvin was, was in the band at that time as well. So. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think. Uh, did they play at Mississippi Nights before, right before Mississippi Nights closed with all the glowing balls and everything? I couldn't remember if that was a show or not. But uh, what about you, Adam, with Bi-Level? My favorite show? Favorite show you ever played. Oh, geez. I was just thinking about that, and I'm, I'm kind of stumped. There have been a lot of good ones. Right? Yeah, I bet. That, <laughs> it's kind of a weird question to ask, uh, I'm sure. I don't know. I mean, uh, playing the pageant for the first time was a fun. Crazy, gig, right? You know, but I mean, it wasn't like with a... Huge bands. How did you feel when you got up on stage and you looked out on everybody? Uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, <laughs> it feels it, small when you're coming up. You always want to get in on the stage in the bigger venue. You know, you always see that as kind of like the next step to whatever the you know success is. And now I really don't measure it the same way, but it sure is a kick in the ass to play on a fantastic sound system. <laughs> what I feel like I did. You guys ever play at Bush Stadium? Maybe. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, that was with that band, uh, the Good Time Engineers. Okay, I was we gonna say, played, I feel uh, like I saw you playing outside of Bush Stadium we, once. We a weird played, thing to yeah, remember. we played in that little plaza 
Very I, nice. Like on the other side of where the Coca-Cola yeah. zone is or whatever. Cool, cool notch on your belt. Weird experience, I bet. We did it. As I everybody th- from Jefferson County like, like, walks by we you. We did it like the three fuck you times, doing? three years in a row, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So we played there multiple times, but it was a it was a crazy gig because you had to go through all the you know effort of getting your gear down there through traffic and into the to this stage, and then you had to play three songs, and then the next band got on. <laughs> and then they're like, "Get the fuck yeah, out of here!" Because there's limited, you know. It's yeah, like, you know, hurry up, get Still your cool three thing. best tunes out. But yeah, it was neat. Okay, so we got a dare, and then not waving with drowning. Who I'm trying to think, a dare. You guys probably did you tour internationally? Uh, Canada. Canada. Well, so, it's international. Yeah. You guys played in front anywhere. of some big crowds. Yeah. Um, we were on Taste of Chaos. Which, That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Which, I mean, there were nights where... We was were that the first Taste of Chaos tour? No. No? No. It was 2006. So I think it was like the second or third one. Mm-hmm. Thrice and Deftones were like the big headliners. Oh, nice. As they dined. And, um, there were a couple nights on that tour actually where... As a side stage band, the the schedule shifted every night. Okay. So there were a couple nights here and there where we would be direct support to Deftones, which the first night of that that happened, um, we like went off and just like lost our shit and just fucking threw our equipment and like basically I broke my head off my guitar and the second we <laughs> shut our amps off, all we heard were Deftones, Deftones and I'm like, that was totally not fucking worth it <laughs> You think that you're really but We were just so amped, yeah. you know, like Deftones we're fucking opening for Deftones, which we really weren't, we were well, just a fucking still. side stage band Yeah, but that's but, a, a cool feeling Yeah, it was. we were so just hyped on that, but um, didn't quite Land the mark. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get paired with? Uh, there was the famous thing, and uh, I feel like you guys would get mentioned with Story of the Year a lot because it was around the same time frame that they kind of mm. blew up, and then uh, well, we you were guys... just fucking hugging their coattails the whole time. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what better way to do it? I don't know if you're being a smart. <laughs> no, ass, I mean but, those, yeah. those guys are all homies, and they they really loved uh, they really loved us. And like, did you guys music, ever have so. any? Do, what was what was the sh- the the band that they had a little tiff with uh disturbed it was like oh, a new no, metal it was band godsmack godsmack <laughs> like they got in a full on i that think t- fist they got attacked with, i think by the security yeah. did you guys ever have any run i always think about that when you mix like an emo or screamo or or Dude, whatever we were band like with the truest sense of emo we didn't fight we were a bunch of pussies <laughs> We just screwed everyone's girlfriends. Nice. That's a no. That was that's a that's a lie. (laughs) Yes, that's cool. That's fine. We're lovers, not fighters. I like that. What about you, Calvin? (laughs) With not waving? Did you play? You guys played some big shows. I was in that band too. Were you really? Oh, I didn't even (laughs) think about that. He's from a town near me, so he gets all the credit. That's fine. Yeah, that's right. He's yeah. He's more important anyway. Calvin, what about what about your experience with uh, not wave or drown? I'm gonna grab the mic from that. Look ass at face. that. Um, I yeah, I mean we played a bunch of cool shows, and then Jeff joined the band, and then everything went downhill. And then I can just tell you all about it. So if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jeff. What was your best experience? Um, my greatest touring experience is when we were one of the many tours we were with Zayo, and. It has nothing to do with music, but we reenacted a scene from The Exorcist. Of course. And I directed Hopefully on stage. I directed it. No, it was in a hotel room. Oh, okay. And I directed it and filmed it, and it's a beautiful piece of work. 
And if I can ever figure out how to get videotape onto my computer, that shit's going to go crazy on Walgreens, man. I kind of don't want to give them the tape. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to mess around with that. Does anybody go to jail if it gets published? We could say that they would. It was for copyright. It was so long ago, I don't think. It's fine. As long as nobody's going to jail, I say go for it. But, yeah, other than that, we didn't really do anything exciting. We we had some tiffs with (laughs) some... uh, some famous people that didn't want to share any stage time with us. Their name was Lickin' Pink. They were a, they were a pretty famous band at the time. And their the whole band was, you know, I liked them kind of until we played shows with them. And then I was like, Psh, nope. One time, the singer, his name was Chester Copperpot. He was walking around with a piece of pizza, and he had the crust along his fingers, and the point of the pizza was off the palm of his hand, if you guys can imagine it's the most fucked up way to ever hold pizza because you can only take one bite before you're chewing on your hand, right? Maybe so he's he, a vampire. He comes walking by, you know, backstage, and it's like Oklahoma City, big warehouse we're playing, in, and I'm walking by, and I'm like, hey, man, great show. And he looks over at me with this pizza, pizza in his hand, and he, he just takes a bite of it like a dick, and he's like, I know. As he walks by, and I wanted to beat the shit out of that. I mean, he was taller than me, bigger than me. He had pizza, for crying out loud, and a big, fat security guy with him. But I was like, what a dick. You know, you're telling a dude you're doing a good job, and he's just an ass. So, I mean, I think he went on to sing for, like, Wallflowers or something. <laughs> Who did he actually sing for? Some other shitty band. But what was that band? It pissed me off because, you know, as a as a musician, when you're playing shows, you play lots of shows with bands that you're not really much like, but, you know, we all listen to all kinds of stuff. So we thought, you know, and the guy was just an ass, and it really upset me. They pissed in our writer. They pissed in our ice and melted all of our ice, and I drank a Gatorade out of their piss, those pieces <laughs> of shit. I challenge any of those ass faces, because I know they're still a band. To listen to this, first of all, and B, <laughs> find me, and I'll fucking arm wrestle any of those assholes. Dude, I want to see that. I really hope that my mom isn't listening to this with all this <laughs> profanity. I also hope that that's allowed, but that was my craziest story of being on the road, other than watching Jeff break his base almost every night. <laughs> almost. So We, we had great times. So Joey, do you think that you guys will put some more of these together? Or is there is there another label that you would do, or do you you can't really do another Vagrant Night? I wouldn't. No, think. obviously but not. Yeah, what would you you could unless you, you just call it Alkaline Trio Night, uh, <laughs> do something like that. That'd be but a good one. is there another? Uh, I mean, what do you go after next? Saddle Creek, go indie with it. I mean, what you know do you, what's what do funny you do? is uh, we're doing. A th- I'm trying to do a thing. Hopefully, it gets done this week where we bring in all the bands from Vagrant's merch. And they all the bands get all the proceeds from it. We don't take any of the proceeds. Basically, we have like a va- vagrant records merch store at the at the show. You're not gonna take a cut. No. Look at you. No. What a so nice we'll have, guy. We should have get up kids. Alpine trio saves the day. That's cool. That makes records, it really unique. Shirts. And uh, Saddle Creek actually would be awesome because my friend does all our merch, so that'd be really easy to get. <laughs> that'd be an easy business. R- setup. RL at Scene Merch, everybody. RL was in a band in Kansas City. Flee the scene, yeah. That's yeah. right. I was like, there can't be that many Ergo, RLs scene merch. in that. Yeah. 
That's exciting. So anything else we need to know about the show? Uh, July 28th at Off-Broadway. Doors are at 8, shows at 8.30. Going to be a great time. We're going to have all kinds of fun stuff going in? on. Uh, it'd be $10 to get in. That's nothing. Nothing. See a bunch of people working their ass off, yeah. having a good time. Extra surprises. 14 songs. <laughs> the look of happiness on everybody's face. Uh, man, thank you guys for coming in. I appreciate it. I'm excited. I'll be there. I'll be at the show. Thanks, brother. Yeah, and uh, might I say, the redhead on your poster. <laughs> Hello, mister. There's a guy that looks just like you on our poster. The he back of his tell. head is yeah, very well. Yeah. Joey's like, whatever we can do to keep Chris's fat head out of the uh, shoulder in front of his face. <laughs> Cut out completely. <laughs> Well, good job, guys. I'm excited for you. Shout out to Ian. Uh, Go see the show July 28th at Off-Broadway. I'll be there. Everybody who's anybody will be there. We'll see you then, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. And we are really going to have to have Calvin arm wrestle uh, Lincoln painting or whatever they call it. That'll be on the next episode. See you then. We're now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network.